Okay, what is going on? This is Lack of Lepers, also known as SCPCRNP. Thank you so much for joining on this, our weekly show. The podcast version of this is available on Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify, and the name of that is Config Call In. want to thank everybody for joining. Uh, we are dual casting partially in the Discord, which there will be a link to in the show notes. And we're also, for the first time ever, live on Twitch. So getting used to this, this is a lot of fun and uh, very happy to be doing this. Hopefully everything goes uh, well. Uh, So um, today is really the start of a new season. We've done about two seasons worth of shows so far, about 20 episodes in. And I do encourage you to go look at those, um, like I said, on on the actual recorded podcast called Config Call-In. This is going to be a little different branding, SCP Meta. I think this will speak to hopefully some more people who can get in here. And then also this has the added benefit of having uh, a more frictionless entry system. So you don't necessarily have to be in our Discord server, which is political suicide to some. So uh, this way anyone can interact, of course, uh, anonymously as well, including trolls who have the capacity to raid so we will see if that happens uh hopefully not but we'll deal with it uh so just um want to welcome everybody once again we are changing things up a little bit i do want to mention first off that we do have a phone number if you would like to prioritize your comment and if you got the chutzpah you can call the number that you see on the screen just here this is 316-444-3115 that number is live while we are for about an hour once again every saturday from 11 central that's right and then of course you can always call that number and leave a message we'll be more than happy to take a peek at that and get back to you once we're finally on the air just a few more housekeeping notes this twitter uh sorry this twitch a channel will have a couple of different shows um one show that i'm pretty excited about is going to be a reading series so i know a lot of people who try to follow the scp wiki particularly have a difficult time difficult time keeping up with the quantity of articles that just inundate the site it's very difficult to catch up and so we're going to do a show weekly uh, where i'll go through and i'll read and i will not be able to keep my mouth shut so uh, we'll try to catch up with all the articles that come out so that we are just on the bleeding edge of uh, SCP content. We'll do that for other um, sites as well. So for example, we'll do that for RPC and anything else, SCP Commune, uh, although that hasn't really been active since um, late last year, still waiting on a new article there. And um, if anyone has any recommendations, obviously you can leave those. We'll take a look at those as well. Other things like uh, back rooms or liminal archives, those are all in the meta of SCP that counts. So uh, with that being said, we will start the way we usually do nowadays, which is just with local news. So in the LLC News, which is the magazine, we have a new article up this week. I was very excited about this one. This one is written by an individual named Soraya Stuff. And this individual comes to us from the Backrooms Wiki, has a good amount of expertise, it turns out, on just how far the community has come in 
oh, the about year that it has been around. And it's very, very interesting to see uh, the categorization and the analysis of all these different eras that the backrooms have gone uh, through, despite only being a year old. Uh, very, very decorated history, a lot of nuance, a lot of very interesting analytics going on in this article. Uh, so I would encourage you to read that. Uh, there are some pretty hot takes on there. So if you haven't checked that out, then do. And just while we're talking about that, Backrooms seems to continuously be exploding. Uh, if we take a look here on the screen, and let me get this sharing on the um, on this screen here. I don't want you to show those tips again, please. Okay, so we are in the Discord server uh, where we hang out. This is the SCF. And if you take a peek uh, at the Backrooms, we they are up to... 5,714 members in their Discord. Huge. This is doing numbers. And they got about 1,500 online at any given moment, which is crazy. Now, SCP, they have officially released their Discord, an official Discord. And so uh, this is kind of a rollout process. So you can't read too much into that, I think, but it does have about a thousand members. It's got good engagement, about a third of that online at a given time. That's a little better than backrooms up here. Uh, but anyway, um, that's that's pretty neat, and um, and uh, it's interesting to see backrooms explode. There's actually two weeks in a row where our magazine article is about backrooms. So um, very very happy to be in on that niche and uh, be in a position really to welcome uh, commentary on that. Uh, hopefully we've set ourselves up very well uh, to do that. Okay. Uh, and then in other news, we added something to the Config Magazine website, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I, I kind of wish I had done this a month earlier when so many contests were going on. We're talking about the department con at SCP. Um, Backrooms had a what if contest. But uh, this is an events calendar on our webpage now. It's just under the More tab. And then you can see a nice big calendar for the month and then any contests that are going on. This is just a nice way to visualize that. I know how difficult it can be going to the actual wiki, looking at the details, trying to figure out when it started, when it ends, and things like this. So hopefully this gives everybody a nice concise picture of what contests are going on at any given moment in the uh, space. So check that out. Uh, on that note, currently we are still uh, in a contest with the RPC. This is called Broader Horizons. I've got the screen shared, of course, just up here. And it looks as though uh, all entries are in. So we've got, call it six or seven of these. They're all vying for a particular spot, um, which I think is RPC, is it 619? I don't know. Anyway, uh, the prize is a spot. I'm not sure which one it is. But uh, the voting for this is going to end, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, the 10th. So uh, almost done with that. Check out these entries if you haven't. I uh, haven't had a chance to read these myself, um, but I will for sure. We may even do a special stream uh, to check these out. Okay. And then there's also a contest going on at the Liminal Archives. This is the horror contest. The water. Uh, horror contest 2022. Only two entries at this moment. Obviously, it's brand new. It goes on well into next month. 
and um, just by two the same author actually uh, two entries by the same author so I'm sure that'll populate with time now moving on from our local news we'll get into uh, a new section that we're very happy to do on a weekly basis now and that is going to be our recommendations of the week so we're going to split this up Um, Once again, every week I'm going to be reading all the SCPs that come out that week. Um, I'm not going to cover all of them, obviously. Um, We'll get as far as we can into into what we can, but just in an attempt to bring you along and kind of walk together through the new... um, the new articles that, that the wiki has to offer, see what's going on. So that'll be that. And in the spirit of that, I have read what has come out of the SCP in the last week and selected a recommendation for those. And this week's recommendation offering from the SCP is SCP-6870. This was written this past week, and it's just very, very interesting. Um, The rating, I think, is probably a little lower than it should be, but it's got this very, very elegant, incredibly clean and beautiful header, uh, sort of like an ACS replacement. I think this is what ACS should have probably done, uh, maybe what it wants to be when it grows up, uh, because this is just so good looking. It's so clean. You've got these nice icons you can see in the video if you're watching. Um, classifications, object of interest, signal. Um, it has hover over sort of uh, footnote pop style pop-ups here. Um, just really, really interesting stuff going on in this header. It's a little borked on mobile at the moment so hopefully that'll be fixed i think this is from a different branch if we go to wikidot this is the s7 apcs classification system um and this looks like it's actually on on the actual scp wiki um i I don't know how long this has been here let's check it out and and who did this this looks like it's been oh so it's actually from the russian branch don't cancel this don't cancel culture this okay just because they're from russia uh, but it looks like the individual who at least posted this is a user by the name of Lance Radioactive, and the note is translation of Russian bits. So I don't know if that means it's actually from the Russian branch or not, but uh, I do I do think that I read somewhere that it is from a different international branch. And just to bring that out as a larger theme, it seems as though the uh, branches have some interesting directions that are later sort of adopted and uh, really subsumed and consumed by um, by the English branch. Uh, yeah, so I want to thank, this is a Pasta Rasta, long-time, long-time author for the SCP Wiki. I want to thank both Valid Clay, I'm quoting, and the people who worked on and made the English translation for the S7 APCS classification system. So that's pretty cool to see. Now, the actual article, I think, I'm not going to give it away. I want you to go read it, obviously. Um, But this is a real tight article. It's very concise. Uh, it's, It's very succinct. It's easy to read. It has this really wonderful, wonderful vibe. And it has something to do, I don't think this gives anything away, it has something to do with the Department of um, Abnormality. And so it really carries that, like, just, just, like, intensely creepy vibe, that just very unsettling sort of background radiation. 
uh, going on this whole entire time in the article. It's very well written. I think the clinical tone is spot on. It's not flamboyant. It's not florid. It really is um, a very tight, very tight article, very well composed article. And it achieves quite a lot in the very short uh, amount of text here. So this is the recommendation for the week, SCP-6870. That'll be in the show notes. So check that out. And then moving on, we will also be doing this for, uh, like I said, other sites. So in that spirit, we have our recommendation of the week for RPC. Now, in the case of RPC, there's actually only one article that was posted uh, this week, which you know, makes makes my job easy for sure. But um, it happens to be a good one, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why. This article isn't the best when it comes to the actual composition. The clinical tone really falters in a few places. There are a couple of sentences that essentially are just uh, repetitions of previously given information. But um, this is just a really, really cool, uh, a really, really cool article. Um, it has to do with a deer, kinda, and it takes sort of the deer in the headlights, you know, um, uh, idiom, and kind of flips it a little bit in, in a very interesting way. So I think, despite its um, tonal flaws, uh, I think that could be polished a little more. Um, I, I think the concept behind this is really lasting. I think it's very clever. And it's sitting at about four and a half, uh, call it uh, 4.6 um, out of five stars. So I think that's a, that's a pretty decent rating for this, um, all things considered. Well, we are now joined. Thank you so much for coming in by the one, the only, Almar Duck of RPC and Liminal Archives Notoriety. How are you doing today? Very well. Tired, but I'm always tired. You're a hard worker. <laughs> Not so much. It's just that I go to sleep too late and I wake up too early. Uh, such is the life of a, of a night owl artist. Speaking of which, I believe you released an article on the SC, uh, RPC. Excuse me, goodness gracious, what a blasphemy. On the RPC recently. <laughs> Why don't you uh, tell us just a little bit about that? I, I remember seeing that in a draft phase and was very excited to see it on the main list. I think it's done pretty well. Uh, it's not mine. It's a uh, collab with Prototype Toaster. Same famous author. It's mostly his work. It's all old internet stuff. It's you know the very specific aesthetic that conspiracy forums used to have in the 2010s. Mm. Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, forgive me if I haven't seen this close enough to make this apt comparison, but it sounds kind of like what SCP was trying to do with that uh, ParaWatch. Canon. Yes, it's that kind of thing, but not centered in one specific site, more of an internet-wide phenomenon. Hmm. Well, uh, drop the number for that. We can, uh, we can, we can uh, put that in the show notes as well. Oh, it doesn't have a number. Oh. Because it's a contest entry. Uh, I'll link it oh. here. One second. Great. Yes. We were just mentioning that, that the contest is um, over, I think, tomorrow. Voting, I think, stops tomorrow. Yes. 
Um, and this one's doing pretty well. Okay, here it is. So the, the spot is 470. That's what everyone is competing for. Um, okay, I actually haven't read this one yet. Three, two, one, but... Oh. Okay. I haven't read this one yet. I was actually referencing your Brain Cheese article. But, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. That one, too. See, you work too hard. There's too much going on. We can't, can't even keep track of... <laughs> Of which article it is that we're talking about that you wrote. But no, this I'm going to have to read this. I haven't read um, the the entries in this uh, contest yet uh, because this week I've tried to start something I'm going to do, which is just read, try to catch up with SCPs. Um, and then when a contest comes along, try to catch up with those. It's, it's quite a tall order. But uh, definitely we'll be doing a um, just a stream about these articles as well. Uh, I've read... I think almost all of them, and there's this strange common theme that I've noticed that they seem they fall just short of what they promise, and I'm not sure why that is. There's some kind of a small flaw in one of them. Hmm. Now, um... They don't deliver what's promised in the description. You mean the description of the prompt? Of the writing yeah. prompt, yeah. 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 Um, For example, one of them is about this uh, species of butterfly that lives um, off of magic, and the um, general idea of the article is that these moths are weaponized into a laser. And you think of that prompt, and it's fucking cool. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's incredible, stupid, but it's a cool kind of stupid. But you get to the article and it doesn't deliver on that uh, level of cool. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's interesting to know, and I'll have to keep that in mind when I'm when I'm reading this. But yeah, that sounds like an excellent start, at least. Yeah, it's an idea that writes itself. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, just to pick you up, we were actually just talking about RPC. I was, um, I'm doing something called the recommendation of the week. We did one for SCP, and we did one for RPC, which was a little easier because, uh, given um, the last week, really there was only one article that was written. I think um, <clears throat> that was not part of the contest, at least. And this one is RPC three four three. Have you read this one yet? I have. I credited. Ah, oh, that's right. such a hard word to pronounce. Yeah, I remember seeing your name there too. Yeah, I, I was just recommending it as, of course, the the pick of the week for uh, for RPC, uh, given that we'll get to the contest entries later. And I thought it was, I thought there were some issues with the tonal quality to it, but on the whole, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, not only the picture, which they do a, a very good with, but. Um, you know, I, I think it takes this sort of idea of like a deer in the headlights and sort of you know, puts it on his head. I think the idea is um, the kind of thing you wish you would have thought about first, because it's very clever, it's very simple, it's very easy to understand. But uh, it just kind of stops there, in my opinion. I, that's uh, part of why I criticized it. I felt mm. that the idea is very scary, but it's a normal deer. It's just a deer. Uh, and the idea of an animal that sees you immediately when you make visual contact is very terrifying, but when it's just a normal deer, it's not quite as 
precarious it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. That is that was certainly an unsettling part of that. Uh, RPC. I think that my big problem, I think there was a logistical problem, uh, you know, a, a logic problem, actually, uh, which is the worst kind, because, you know, other otherwise you could just toss it up to stylistic difference. Um, but I think there's really uh, sort of a logically contradictory thing in here, which was that around the time it was captured, the discovery section, um, earlier in the containment uh, procedures um, or protocols, Basically, they say that you have to be somewhat blindfolded to avoid this anomalous effect, as you've described, of this deer sort of, uh, you know, reacting to knowing that it's being observed. And yet there really was no mention of that um, around the discovery. Uh, it, it talked about some mutilated bodies that have appeared to have been trampled by a large deer. But it basically, in my opinion, glosses over the, what should be a more complex issue of how exactly did they catch this thing when they hadn't had a chance to study it yet to understand that they needed to wear something like a blindfold. Yeah, and I'm not sure why they would need that. Uh, it doesn't have any particularly dangerous effects. Like, it's a normal animal. Just... Um, sedated or something like that yeah it'll get you so um it, it is a good read i would obviously recommend it. it is the pick of the week uh not perfect but i think the rating it has is you know um approximate i think it's pretty good and um definitely give that a check out if you have not yet and so um, what we'll do is finish up our um, local news, just what's going on in the space. And then I'll see, I'll open the floor, see if Elmer Duck has anything to bring to the table uh, as far as topics are concerned. So um, just something that I found that I thought was a little interesting um, that I kind of peeked my head into. Uh, you know, SCP on Twitter is a um, war zone. Uh, that's on fire and i don't recommend it for anybody I consistently say that you should get off of it if you're on it uh, however if um, you've made it somewhat of your prerogative uh, something that you've signed up for in this case uh, you know some something like a job not really um, you know you have to go in so let me do that for you and then i'll report on it you shouldn't be there uh, it's just it's just a terrible place to be um, it's a lot like a, a daycare, you know, if you're working employed at a daycare, you come in, you got to, because uh, it's what you signed up for, and, um, <laughs> you know, you look around at what's happening, and you're just like, oh, what the, oh my God. No, no, no. So, uh, but anyway, we'll get to some of that, hopefully, but I did want to bring this out, something a little more benign that I think is pretty interesting. So, I don't know if anyone is aware of the individual by the name of Jack Rabbit or Agent Jack Rabbit, uh, really started on the Twitter sphere and then slowly made her way into the actual wiki, I think with an article or two now. But um, she is... A, a cosplayer initially and then has branched out she was initially co-hosting on a podcast for the scp wiki called simply creative people and episode one featured her great great episode i highly encourage that episode the other episodes you know i think are a little hit or miss uh but that first one is excellent and she has really blossomed into um really an entrepreneur of this space which i respect and this is one example of that. So apparently there's a new show that is starting. And this is really what she left that initial podcast for. But the show is called SCP Sideshow. On the screen here, you can see their Twitter. 
Um, and I had to go check this out because they're posted on a publishing platform called Other Worlds TV. Now, Other Worlds TV, if you go to their Twitter, is a television station that is exclusive to Roku, which is that thing you plug into your TV. And uh, last night, I, I have a Roku, so last night I found it, I downloaded it, and I gave it a watch. Uh, and it's literally TV, so they decide the programming, uh, kind of, you know, uh, flashback to 2000-something, uh, where you can't actually select, you can't on-demand it, you'd have to watch what's being um, broadcast. So I didn't get to watch the SCP um, show. I uh, still can't comment on it. I don't really know what it is. Uh, what I watched last night was basically, if you've ever seen Mystery Science Theater 3000, it was kind of a movie like that from the 1970s without the commentary, without the actual characters. So, uh, you know, it was, it was okay. But a very such a strange way to broadcast something. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Like I said, I respect it. I think it's kind of cool. Um, you know, but yeah, it's real lo-fi. Um, you can tell it's real independent, um, low-budget kind of stuff. Um, but you know, I think it does a really, really good job of actually capturing its own name. So when you watch it, it's it really gives this otherworldly feel, and it, it's a little disturbing. Just you know. Once again, sort of this background radiation of, of unsettled um, feelings. So I think it captures the vibe it's going for well. And honestly, I think an SCP show is a pretty good fit there. Are the episodes available elsewhere or is it just the service? Not yet. Uh, they will have a YouTube channel, they say. So uh, we'll look for that. Obviously, that'll be something that I look at that we'll talk about here. But um, haven't been able to catch it. I have no idea what time it comes on. Uh, but yeah, um, should be an interesting thing. And uh, we'll, we'll let you know what we think. Uh, next, next note on the local news is that uh, Afray Studios, which is a, a publishing studio, really a video content, has done a couple of SCP projects in the past, short videos for YouTube, uh, fan movies essentially, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they've started a new one, and this one is called SCP Pandemic. And recently on their Twitter, they announced something that I thought was very interesting, which is that they're going to be paying uh, certain authors from the SCP Wiki a lot of money. And so this is a tweet from their uh, from their Twitter page. It says, Afray Studios will be pledging a portion of our earnings from SCP Pandemic to SCP Wiki creators. We're not talking about chump change here. We're talking thousands of dollars over the coming month to several different writers and creators, especially ones that we use content from actively. God. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool because I've long been a vocal proponent of the maturity of the genre. I think it says a lot about the maturity of a genre when you get paid for your work, right? Um, you know, people who are doing this, who are earning money doing it, people who are doing this, who um, you know are trying to be entrepreneurial in the actual writing. Um, you know, more power to you. Uh, so I think this is just great. I, I definitely think they deserve it. It's a huge. Um, it's a huge payback for a group of people who, who do things for free. I mean, they have their own incentives. Uh, let's not be uh, naive about that. They have their own currency that they regard probably more than than something like, um, you know, the dollar. 
but uh, I still think it's just such a nice gesture because most of the time people in this sort of second tier um, you know category of content creation and production don't really give the authors enough credit you know they essentially just uh, capitalize on the work that the authors have done uh, and yeah, it reminds me of uh, a conversation that I've had with uh, the I played uh, a few years back they talked to me about how they're just kind of poor mm -hmm. and they talked to me about how mad they were that uh, certain uh, East Side show was making money off of uh, the articles which was named Imago, I don't remember the number, and they were getting like nothing off of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's, you know, you can't complain, I think, honestly, because you know what you're signing up for. Uh, even if you were deaf to that, you know, something like what happened with the um, the death of the author in 2021, which is, you know, the events, um, the community event that happened with the town halls about uh, Pixelated Harmonies articles and they're not, them not being her um, property, really. So, I mean, I think you don't have any excuse whatsoever. Um, I, I think that it's up to the individuals who make content from the uh, works on the SCP Wiki to do something like this, which is why I think it's really great. Um, yeah, but and, it's kind of shitty when you think about it. Like, they're making money off of your work and not even thinking to share it with you. Oh, sure. Like, sure. I'm not saying it's legal or um, just kind of shit in a way that isn't technically unfair yeah exactly exactly it's sliding by you know the slimy legalese of the situation to avoid what should be a more moral approach yeah absolutely and so uh, we've, we've seen we've seen that happen uh once again just hearkening back to what happened with harmony's articles that was a similarly slimy um, hugging of the legal terms in order to avoid the moral one but that's another story for another time but uh, so back to this yeah uh, they will be paying I mean this is a huge team they've done a lot of good work and so the next question is who's gonna get paid thousands of dollars well as it stands this what for yeah I, I guess be well I'll tell you this SCP pandemic is based off of SCP 5000 so yeah it's a I think it's a game. It may be a game, um, and it's based off of SCP-5000, the story uh, which we, we might be familiar with. And so, at least that author, who is Tanhony, you know, longtime SCP author, uh, sounds like he might be getting a nice paycheck uh, for for writing SCP-5000. Uh, when it comes to this game, there's a couple other ones too. Uh, I think SCP-93 is going to be in this. But the problem with uh, very mainstream sort of content production in the terms of like really the, the high, uh, the high medias, you know, games, uh, films, fan, you know, expensive fan films, they will typically 99% of the time um, focus on series one. So, you know, it's a nice gesture to reach out to the to the writers and creators that they're going to use the content of, but good luck trying to get in touch with somebody from series one. Um, you know, that's, that's, that might not work out well. Yeah. I, I thought this was about zero zero five instead of, uh, 5,000. Well, wait, no, zero zero five is the skeleton key, right? And zero zero eight is the summit play. Hmm. 
since it's just a zombie game, at least as of right now. Mm. Yeah, that's that sounds right. I wondered how they were going to pay the author. I, I don't know. Uh, they someone asked them that question. They said they're going to try to contact them through Wikidot, and then someone had to remind them that Wikidot was not really a um, reliable way to do that. Um, and so they'll try to reach out and see what what social media they have. And then someone like Tanhoney, I think they'll be able to find them. Um, another SCP that was mentioned as a potential future. Um, a, a lot of the SCPs they're looking at haven't been added yet. They may be added in the future. So whether or not this actually comes through, um, you know, with any more SCPs is a different question. But 49 was mentioned as well, which is the, the plague doctor. So I think that is interesting uh, because we all know that that was rewritten by DJ Cactus along with Gabriel Jade and Gabriel Jade of course has been banned in probably the most shameful way that you can be banned uh, for some highly illegal activity with an individual who is not of age in the community and so it would be strange I think and probably uh, a bad idea just in my opinion to pay thousands of dollars to um, really honestly a child groomer allegedly uh, because they wrote 49. So uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think I'd rather see all that money go to, go to DJ Cactus. Well, lesser evil, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, I want to welcome and thank James Bond for showing up too. Appreciate that. If you have any questions, obviously, you know what to do. Uh, you're here. Just throw it up. So, okay. All right. Well, moving on then. Um, let's take a little bit of a trip back to last week. Okay. So last week really was once again the conclusion of the season. We have a new season today. So I kind of want to do the old TV show thing and, uh, and recap last time on Dragon Ball Z kind of stuff. So last time we talked about April Fool's. <clears throat> that was April 2nd. And so April Fool's had been one day old at that point. And it just seems as though the events that occurred on April 1st... <clears throat> last week these things are still rippling their ripples have ripples and it doesn't seem to be slowing down and a lot of interesting things has happened uh, in that week so I kind of want to go back and visit this this is an image that I prepared on the screen uh, for for this occasion that I think captures sort of the vibe <laughs> um, I missed the entire event but um I heard that CyberSquid and IHB, which are not very famous, but they're very influential staff members, I heard, I heard that they quit. And I thought that was the April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out, no, was the consequence of the April Fool's joke. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, so we'll look at it. That's a great question. I mean, the more you look at this thing, the more that is the appropriate question. It's like, oh my gosh, are these guys being meta? Is this like a really elaborate pataphysical exercise? Is this the joke? Is the joke? <laughs> is the joke what happened? Like the drama? Um, so yeah, last week we kind of covered just the wholesome, the surface level stuff, the, the humorous modifications that really all the conflict communities made. You know, SCP's fish team takeover, uh, RPC did the uh, Octoritus archives, Backrooms did the tofu recipes. And we didn't mention it, but Lim, Liminal Archives did something funny through their Discord announcements uh, where they uh, gracefully failed back into the fold of, of Backrooms and changed all of their, uh, their server titles to reflect that. That was pretty good. 
But We're all pretty funny, surprisingly. Yeah, that was well done. <clears throat> I think Vizlox did that, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, so there's a whole nother layer to April Fools on the SCP wiki. The SCP was the only one that had just a tremendous amount of like terrible drama that happened so we're going to go through that just a little bit because like i said we did touch on that last week a little bit but so much has happened and if you missed that episode i am going to shout this out this was last week uh, april fool's day in config uh it was me it was jane bond it was harmony i recommend that you check that out as well if you haven't uh that was a pretty good one but um so let's just review let's just let's just take a minute and just look. Oh no, that, that is a terrifying image. Yeah, we're not even there yet. We're not <laughs> the even broken there. Broken accessibility code. Yeah. The adult content. Oh I've got um, I've got SCP six nine six nine J on the screen for those who are listening to just the podcast afterwards. But we're gonna we're gonna get to that. So let's let's zoom in, uh, starting with uh, sort of a high level image here. So April Fool's Day was the day on SCP Wiki was the day of the J. Uh, of the joke article only one article posted on april 1st that survived was not a j article there were six surviving j articles in total and if you look at the procession of when they were posted they were not interrupted so six j articles in a row uh that that remained on the site that only non-j article which was scp6247 um, was it, no coincidence part of the fish rising the fish team April Fool's Day joke and it still has the CSS theme uh, to this day and was also by no coincidence <clears throat> written by an author by the name of Fish Ish so we have one article that wasn't a J and that article was kind of a J because it certainly took the April Fool's theme and ran with it. The first comment on this article reads, it begins, and this was posted just after midnight on April 1st. So uh, it kind of gives us some insight into the behind the scenes meta narrative placement of the article, something of a coordinated effort between uh, not only the staff members on the SCP wiki, but um, some of the authors as well. <clears throat> and um, so this sort of kick-started this April Fool's fish theme um, and every successful conflict article posted to the SCP wiki that day was either a joke or had something integral to do with the jokes theme this fish team so depending on where you stand this is either highly embarrassing or it's just an excellent job for celebrating the community holiday both yeah maybe it's both that's a good point uh before we get into the articles i'll take a look at each of them here uh jane bond says i don't know if anyone has uh talking about this before but google chrome have tried to turn one of a dying config uh community to be a group of interest in the rpc authority and this um is an anomalous reaction core uh, looks like there's a link here for Allure, the ARC hub. And if I recall correctly, Jane Bond continues, uh, there is a form thread created by Google Chrome about proposing ARC as a potential GOI, but I can't find the form thread. Uh, Google Chrome is a uh, author for RPC who I think was, you know, Alma, just correct me on this. I think you know more about it than I do, but was active uh, a while ago and then has left and, and now is back trying to apparently promote this um, group of interest. Oh no, uh, Bane Bond is talking about uh, 
2019 events, I think, or maybe 2020. Uh, that site he's linking is um, a thing that existed in 2019, and there was a, a certain attempt to organize RPC, uh, RPC's lore, like it, remake it, which didn't work out very well, but a lot of those resources um, have found some kind of place in the site nowadays. Hmm. Uh, oh, I see. I see. The thing is, uh, a lot of those efforts were taking old sites or discarded ideas for old sites and turning them into groups of interest. Which uh, doesn't have the best history because um, it's a different thing when you construct an organization to antagonize um, a certain fiction and when you write it to be a secondary character. So, a lot of these ideas turned out to be kind of planned in the end. Ark is one of these examples, because it, it just... It's just kind of a mess of ideas that it took from a lot of other small sites, because it's a um, splinter of a splinter, uh, you know, a mess of uh, Akram ideas. Hmm. Not in backroom sense, uh, backstage. That's, mm -hmm. that's the I word. see. I see. Yeah, um, this is something that we kind of see with other communities as well. I know that there were offshoots that SCP tried to incorporate into themselves, and you know sometimes it's it's a seamless transition. I think other times just the nature of of what was initially carved out to be something independent, um, you know, prevents it from being really you know uh, integrated very well. But yeah, it, it looks as though um, Google Chrome uh, hasn't been active on the RPC for a while. So this is from quite a while ago. It looks like the last time they were around is, um, well, February 2022, so not too long ago. But um, I wouldn't say returned. His last comment was, uh, or their last comment, excuse me, was uh, the 5th of April 2021. So it's been a while. But no, I didn't know that. So Jane Bond, thank you. And uh, Al Alma, thank you for your um, report on that. Did not know it. All right, um, so let's take a little peek, as we were afraid that we might, into a couple of these J's that were posted onto the SCP Wiki. This one's by Yasi Posse. If you don't know, SCP-6969 was a 6,000 contest entry, and it was basically about, you know, copulation, uh, some, some kind of twist on that anomaly. So this is a joke about uh, Yasi's article, so it's a, it's a self-referential joke. Um, yes, it does have the adult content warning again, so, um, um, yeah, so basically in this article, you know, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to summarize this for you so you don't have to read it, but you know, you've got the cessation of a project that's called anti-fuck. Okay. So project, project anti-fuck. Um, and what results from the cessation of project anti-fuck is a end of sex scenario. Um, with things like a thaumaturgical interpolator termination string, which is abbreviated as TITS, and so on and so forth. Um, so this is really um, a riff on Yasi Posse's own highly adult-themed 6K entry uh, for April Fool's. Um, and 
you know, the, the article, in my opinion, you know, without getting too much into my own thoughts, I mean, it was kind of smirk worthy. It wasn't really my style, honestly. But the thing that I can't figure out about it. Oh, there's there's one point that I want to mention. Um, there's an attempt in the article to pataphysically neutralize the anomaly by designating its file as a J with a dash J that fails, which is a hilarious jab, uh, in my opinion, at the trend of mainless articles fully deserving a J but not getting them. Uh, I don't think that was an intended commentary, but I think it's I think it's pretty funny um, that it didn't work because there's, there's not a lot of distinction between a J and a main list these days on the SCP Wiki. Yeah, um, one could say the original six nine six nine is pretty much a J. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just um, a ton of justification for a very unfunny punchline which is the joke is sex and but like taken seriously as in a joke from the universe or a joke from god in that sense yeah um we, we've seen a lot of that um we actually have an article about this on the config wiki that i'll jump ahead to real quick but uh this is the lull foundation so there's a neo lull foundation which is really the sort of era that we are in um in some ways on the scp wiki and of course we just added a joke section that tries to that tries to pronounce you know what these things have in common so i'll just read this this is what we came up with it's still sort of in uh some stages of processing but uh, Neo-Lull Foundation joke articles and tales are typically short, simple, crude, have minimal effort, particularly of writing, do not feature prominent connections to the SCP Foundation context, are of an anti-humor style, and or are highly mimetic. Uh, this style of joke article, article became prominent in 2001 and 2000, uh, sorry, 2021, 2022. Um, and then we might even reference the low-quality joke article forum post that was created in this recent month uh, that basically said this, I am very disappointed in everyone, myself most of all. I've become what I swore to destroy. Why did I do this? To quote myself, I just don't think, let's see what smallest possible amount of effort is a valid genre of comedy. Well, now we know. So well, we knew the floor of efforting. Yes, a yes. A few years ago, I think 2017, it's 309J. Yeah, 309J, exactly. Uh, which, funnily enough, uh, this is topical. I think, I'm sure, because there's a lot of people who share that same kind of name, but the author of 309J, uh, called Eggbearer, might be the author of um, a J about the Great Seal, which is something. Mm. I we, assume we're going to talk about later yes, because we it are. caused a lot of people to quit the wiki. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As you said, Cyber Squid and IHP left. Um, and it's really, really right. odd. It's really strange because the article is really just, and we'll get into it, but the article is really just a satire about uh, the Serastes event, the Serastes incident, which is something that we, I particularly harp on again and again and again, because it really is, I think, besides 2018 pride controversy and maybe the death of the author back in 2021, uh, aside from those two things and maybe next to them, so the Serastes incident is probably the most important and um, 
catastrophic thing that has happened internally to the community, I think, um, in, in probably, well, the history of the wiki. It's, it's a remarkably, um, its effects are still here, like as we see with the, the Great Seal uh, J that uh, Alma is referencing uh, directly comes from the Serastes incident. So we'll get to that in a second, but just to, uh, so suffice it to say, the shadow of the Serastes incident is very large, and it's still looming over really the entirety of the S of, of the wiki, and so much so we see people so sensitive uh, that people like Serastes, uh, sorry, people like CyberSquid, people like IHP, um, quit basically because someone made uh, the joke. So that's interesting. But to go back to jokes, yes, uh, SCP-309-J, that's actually not the author. The author who did The um, the Great Seal is Plague PJP, uh, and the author of 309-J was something else to do with fishing, uh, as, as it were, as luck would have it. But yeah, so actually, this is interesting. This may be a point of contention that we can talk about, but according to this config mag- sorry, uh, containment fiction wiki article, um, that actually contrasts... Uh, old older jokes like 309j with this new trend uh, the examples that that's given for neo law foundation j's are um, things like the cot j which is basically just a picture of a cat the squid j which is basically just a textural picture of a squid uh, scp 6000 j which is as you might remember the uh, entirety of the great gatsby just with um, you know basically control f on Windows and Microsoft Word and replacing the Great Gatsby with SCP-6000J. Um, and then other things like you see here, the um, the SCP Wiki discussion page simulator, which I don't know if you've seen, is basically just a meme. Um, just well, once again, it's a lot like the cat where you just kind of post that onto the, the Wiki. So uh, the point being is that uh, these new styles of jokes, these neo law foundation jokes, can be contrasted from past J's. And so let me read this paragraph. And Alma, I'm just curious about what you think, because uh, this does mention S- uh, SCP-309-J. And so this is, this is how it reads as it stands currently. <clears throat> a, joke article, a joke article can be categorized as neo law foundation if it is simple, features writing minimally or not at all, has little to no relevancy to the context of the in-universe SCP Foundation, yada, 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 everything we just said. While low-effort jokes have always existed, neo-lull foundation joke articles are differentiable in that the past efforts generally featured a more composed and substantive framing that underlied or overarched the context of the simplicity. So, for example, we can look back at the very famous SCPJ, which was written by uh, Scantron or Communism Will Win. This is one of the highest rated on this on the site. It has over 4,000 upvotes. Uh, procrastination stuff. Yes, it's the procrastination rock, right? And so the question would be, okay, so if a Neolol Foundation joke is just simple, it doesn't really feature talent at writing, it doesn't really have any context, uh, you know, requires minimal time, it's a sort of mimetic, you know, is this SCPJ, wouldn't that be categorized as a Neolol Foundation article? And uh, this goes into the detail, so I'm curious as to what you think of this argument. SCBJ can be considered short, simple, crude, with minimal writing effort, yet it does so in the context of procrastination, 
as humorous framing and so has a second, more reinforced layer of conceptual effort. Yeah, um, something humorous, I think, that's come from this, that, you know how CP prides itself a lot on departing from uh, its fortune roots? Um, this kind of humor is fortune humor. It's exactly what they, hmm. they would do. That's a good point. This is like sort of thing you would see posted in thread about anything and completely derail it. Yeah. The shift the conversation either in favor or against that kind of posting. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly right. It's um, a death yeah. of discourse. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is. It's death of more than that because, um, you know, I mean, what you've described is, is so accurate. It's 100% correct. Um, because really these things are mimetic, uh, but they're mimetic for their own sake. You know, I mean, the example of SCP uh, Cot J is a great example. I mean, it's literally just a picture of the cat, you know, and, and the greater context of it is cats and plus the internet, right? Um, which is something, like you said, would be seen on 4chan. So, you know, the problem, the reason why we're trying to capture this as different from past joke attempts for example the scp 309j that's short that's simple that's crude that has minimal effort it's completely irrelevant to the in-universe considerations it's anti-humor and it is highly mimetic but the reason why it's different is because it was unintentional and derives its humor from this larger framing of being unintentional that's whereas actually incorrect it was intentional exactly it tries to look unintentional but it's intentional oh you mean 309j was intentional yeah, so if it was intentional, you know, um, then yeah, it would certainly be a Neo-Law Foundation. Uh, I was of the impression that it wasn't intentional, um, and that's that, that's really the pivot point, because if it isn't, then I totally agree. I think it should be a Neo-Law Foundation joke, because it fits all the all, all the criteria. Um, the point... The point I think I th a more important criteria than intentionality or not... No law foundation articles always have um, of defenders that show up immediately whenever mm -hmm. you criticize it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you say yep. some, when you get angry about it, because there's um, ten times plenty of reason to be angry because articles uh, like this just kind of ignore the standard for writing quality. The, get on your back for taking things too seriously or deflecting criticism that sort of thing that's uh, the appearance of these groups are what signals um, me the start of this um, pseudo era mm -hmm. and pseudo oracles because there's not not really articles mm -hmm. yeah and that's a great point and that See, really that same kind of defense for 309 for cut j etc yes that's a great that's a great point and actually i think that's what's trying to be communicated in this which is a um post that was to the forum of scp wiki uh just before april fools and this was directly inspired by cut j and this this the title of the thread is low quality joke articles and so the individual basically is is saying what what Alma is trying to say, which is, um, you know, hey, uh, what's up with these? You know, like, are we a writing site? 
Um, why are these popular? What is going on here? You know, I, essentially, this person I think is noticing that there are indications of sort of an emerging style that people are sort of trying to uh, copy and put new examples out of. And just as you say, it's the individuals who participate in these low quality joke articles who come out of the woodwork, right? See here to defend it. And, you know, we talked about this last, last week, so we won't go back into it again, but yeah, we see the same thing. It's the individuals who are sort of the beneficiaries of this, um, you know, uh, of maybe keeping it in the dark, you know, because once you give it a name, once you give it the name of a neo law Foundation joke, um, you know, it, it, there's something to that that sort of maybe it doesn't want to be observed. Does that make sense? There's every attempt to hide that there is, there has been um, cultural shift, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so this sort of thing in 2016, doesn't exist. Go back to, to 2016 and you see forum posts for this kind of article and everyone is fucking slamming them. Sometime yep. in 2017, I think, that sort of thing changes. Now there's memes, now there's uh, in-jokes. Uh, mm -hmm. It's kind of a transition towards a more social media approach mm -hmm. rather than... Yep exactly literature exactly exactly that's that's what we said last week and we looked at what was it um it was cot j we looked at the the comments of it and even people like um shaggy was you know was dropping that phrase social media site you know because you know we said it before here is that these these are signatures these are signatures of social media mentality and um, you know you can say you can try to euphemize that all you want by saying that oh well that exists everywhere that exists on Twitter it exists on Facebook it exists on 4chan yeah but that's true but the it odd one out hear. is yeah exactly the odd one out is the SCP wiki this is supposed to be a writing site you know so I mean this is the last place the fact that it has more in common with these other places is the point you've just proved it by trying to euphemize it away as, as not being unique well it should be more unique than these other things, particularly if you're writing. So, yeah, I think we see eye to eye on that, and that those are really good points. And, um, you know, we'll just see what happens with it. The, the most we can do is just document, you know, for future reference. Um, I am kind of weird position about this because uh, this happened again to me that... Uh, discourse point that I've been echoing for a while suddenly starts to leak into the mainstream uh, SCP discourse and I feel you know, I wish I was wrong I wish mm. I, I wasn't right, I wish it, this was I wish this was not a slippery slope because a few years ago when you talk about uh, 309J being the end of SCPS literature would uh, basically, basically, accuse you of relying on a slippery slope fallacy and blame you for that. But we are now in that later, and we are now further down the slippery slope. And yeah, there is a slippery slope. We, we're seeing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people people like to bash on the slippery slope argument, but really, it comes down to just being, you know, macro evolution is just a, a series of steps of micro evolution. 
And so when you have individuals in the community, you know, people like, you know, I'm not saying that these people are responsible for what's happened, but these are just sort of figureheads, you know, that we can point to as, as, you know, road signs, defining moments, you know, people like DJ Cactus, people like Rounder House, who, um, you know, they, they make compromises explicitly with what the wiki is supposed to be in order to further uh, basically an agenda that has everything to do with a social media mindset. And so when people see that, I mean, obviously it's going to be monkey see, monkey do. And so you have uh, a new generation and preponderance of people who are, who basically look at the rating module and say, okay, well, this is successful. This is good writing. This is what I should do. This is what is you know, popular on the SCP wiki now. And so at some point that becomes really a runaway selective process where you have that reinforcement in that direction and there's really no governance, there's no governor that pulls that back and counteracts that that direction. And so I think that's what we're doing is we're trying to remind people here. I mean, you know, these things are going to fluctuate. You know, the, the Neo Low Foundation jokes aren't going to be around forever, hopefully. Uh, just like the first the first round of Neo Law Foundation, you know, really peaked in, you know, the early years of the SCP kind of ebbs and flows. But, you know, I think to that point, it's very necessary for people like us to have this conversation because if you didn't have somebody coming out there and saying, hey, you're supposed to be a writing site, uh, who would? Uh, it's the only people that would come out to say that it's... Well, would only say that five years after the critical um, point of change, which was yeah. NINJ. And only now there's people coming. Yeah, unfortunately, it can take, um, you know, when you have a community that really is hive minded, I think, and uh, sort of insular and abscessed to their own ideas, really to the point of um, xenophobia, I think that it can take a much, much longer time for, you know, points like like what you're saying to make their way into the community. But, you know, I'll ask you this, something that I've observed is that I think this is sort of a silver lining. It's, it's something to be a little hopeful about. And it's that, you know, three years ago, four years ago, the whole entire wiki and the community around it was willfully ignorant of just how, you know, addictive, uh, how drug-like something like the rating module and upvote count can be. Uh, and I think, I think that's somewhat changed. I do see signs in the community that 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 really has become more mainstream uh almost common knowledge you know where people are giving it titles like upvote brain rot um and you have people like dj cactus who are turning a corner and saying that uh you know upvotes really aren't that important and you know things like this we never thought we'd hear him say um so you know it seems as though it takes several years but maybe these things will eventually make their way into the community I will not believe that until the, you know, um, the account that SCP staff have set up to was um, to publish articles anonymously. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the community. Uh, so far, it has only been used once in the Harbinger 2 project. It's a gimmick. Hmm. Because the authors of those articles were eventually uh, discovered anyway, hmm. was the point of the project. The account has no other uses by anyone else. Uh, huh. I will not believe that there has been any server lining of or any control change until I started using it, started using 
start using that resource and really taking steps to uh, to counter this uh, control shift in favor of um, social media numbers. Right. Yeah, and there, there are very few people who are saying things against that style that the community can even hope to listen to. So, for example, they're certainly not listening to us. Um, but you have someone like Dr. Gears, who was recently on an interview with Sean Saxon, uh, the Creative Stuff podcast, which is a really great interview. And, of course, he's saying the same things. You know, he did this a couple years ago when Whiteguard interviewed him, and he came out and he actually said... You know, the majority of the problems that happen in the SCP Wiki community can be boiled down to ego and the rating module. And by that point, you know, only fringe individuals had been saying things like that. And suddenly you have Dr. Gears uh, saying that, which is which is huge. It's an endorsement. It's a vindication uh, of all kinds, really, for a lot of us. But, you know, even then it was still a problem. I mean, they, they couldn't really listen to it. They heard him say it. Um, and you know now that he said it, uh, there's actually a moment on Sean Saxum's interview where Dr. Gears explains this to Sean Saxum, and Sean Saxum goes, "Oh, now, now I get what you're saying because Dr. Gears said it. You see, uh, when the whole point was to remain uh, ignorant of it. It's not that they didn't know that this was the case. It's just they tried to suppress that for as long as they could because once once again they could become beneficiaries to it." So it's just sad to see in some ways that even someone like Dr. Gears, who, you know, he's, he's in a, you know, sort of weird um, kind of dual property state where he's this elevated figure, but he's kind of so far removed from the, the community that no one's actually listening to the uh, advice and the wisdom that he has to give. But um, he wouldn't want to do it publicly, but I think he would agree with us. Um, I think... Um he was in influential figure uh, internally until he started to say that. <laughs> was, uh, know how people are seen as respected until they reflect some kind of stupid talking point. Mm-hmm. Just immediately lose everyone's respect for them. Kind of, kind of like. Or um, in how in investing something like. More bank. He made it one bad investment and just. Mm-hmm. lost everyone's mm-hmm. respect for them yeah that, that reminds me of uh, more hadal uh, i think i'm saying his name wrong um but um there was an, once again part, <laughs> part of the, i think it's right yeah part, part of the april fools i think i have it pulled up here uh part of the april fools was that uh more hadal who's a es author and really is is pretty well known i mean he entered the 5k contest for example in the uh, scp twitter actually you know, uh, promoted his work. I mean, he's not like an unknown person, but he did a little April Fool's thing. Um, you know, was it a joke? Probably not. Um, it was kind of an own of, it really ties into what we're talking about. Cause if you look at SCP 6969J, once again, this article for April Fool's by Yossi, uh, it's very clearly in the admonition hub style. And not only that, but we see that with a, a number of the J's that came out. Here's another one, which is uh, 6269J, um, once again having to do with fish and the fishing team. Um, this one also is clearly in the style of the admonition hub. And so what, what's confusing to me is, you know, particularly with someone like Yasi, who's not really involved, I, I, can't, I can't make heads or tails to this. I, I can't figure out if, if they're trying to satirize it, if they're trying to kind of poke fun at it, or if they actually like it and are just mimicking it because, you know, once again, it's, it's CSS wizard, wizardry that can help the rating. I'm not sure. 
Well, SCP has this very strange relationship with this kind of like... I don't know if they call it a hit piece. Uh, I don't know what's the term for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a weird relationship with it because... Uh, people will make them, will mm -hmm. make articles very obviously taking... Um, Taking a shit on this kind of thing, or on, on other sides, or and later criticized, claim that it's completely on good faith. Everything is okay. Don't worry. Everyone is internet. We're not making any grand statements here. It's just uh, light-hearted fun. Mm -hmm. And how can anyone fucking buy this? Like, see someone in that same Twitter thread. Uh, Pulling this out, mm -hmm. and that just kind of stuck with me. Yeah, um, the... how can anyone believe that it's good faith when it's very clearly thinking of something and very clearly mocking the shit out of it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is this is a uh, this is a headshot, you know. Um, this is a dunk, you know, for sure, and. You know, I, I think the problem with this, if we actually look at the rest of the Twitter, he, he comes back, I think it's a he, I'm not sure, I don't know this person at all, but um, this individual comes back and apologizes. And so, um, you know, I would like to reach out to the authors of SCP-6747. I apologize for how mean-spirited my actions came off as, despite not having intended them to be read as such. And it was a little complicated because uh, Morhadow is, is a staff member on the ES. So, you know, on the one hand, I think that if you're going to um, translate an entire article and, you know, a, a, and basically a, a thesis work of criticism by uh, a Wikidot user and critic by the name of Kenneth Vogel as well, if you're going to um, translate all of that, uh, which is a lot of work, you know, um, I think by that point you should probably have enough, you know, confidence in your position to to understand what it's probably not going to be taken very well. I don't think you get through the whole thing without understanding that, you know, this is going to be not well received. Um, and so, you know, when you get to this point, uh, I understand you have to do damage control, um, you know, at this point when, when it doesn't go the way that you hope it would. Um, you know, there's some people who really applauded this as well. So, um, but you know, he comes out and apologizes for it. And of course, if you look at the actual comments, the replies from, you know, let's say placeholder McDoctorate or some of the other admonition hub, uh, authors, they, they don't care that he apologized. You know, that's the only issue about apologizing in this context is that it's not going to be actually well received. It's, um, it's essentially an indication of weakness and they will smell blood in the water is essentially what that comes down to. And that's exactly what we see here. Um, you know, when, when they want you to apologize so they can make you feel worse, it's not like an apology will actually be received. Yeah. The, something about ES that about their culture in general, how they uh, relate to the English community. The, um, Spanish users are outwardly very apologetic, very nice, very light. But internally, like when you actually read how they talk, they are caustic, is I think the only word that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. and you know that because I'm a part of it, I take part in this <laughs> sort of criticism. Mm -hmm. And pretty much everyone in ES. Acknowledges that, that 
Adao did nothing wrong. <laughs> did not have apologized, buddy. Yeah, I, 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 did, I think it was a mistake for him to apologize. For sure. Yeah, but it was kind of necessary because uh, ES is already kind of in jeopardy from... Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. From the incident from a few months ago. So Correct. Yep. they needed to be in good terms. Yeah. Any cost. Yeah, and so that was a mature thing for, for him to do. I think he understood that it was going to torpedo, um, you know, a lot of a lot of his credibility. It kind of reminded me of what you were talking about earlier with, you know, you, you make one wrong move and, you know, you're out, buddy. But, um, yeah, so uh, bringing it back just to conclude about this uh, 6969J, I mean, like I said, look, obviously, clearly in the admonition hub, I can't tell if it's making fun of it. You have this view accessibility mode up here that's just giant. I mean, I, it, you know, I, I don't understand. Is this a satire? I don't understand. Uh, and then the whole thing, of course, these capitalized, very vivid colors, all cap, um, you know, the, the very characteristic uh, div, you know, boxes and things like this. So, um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't tell if this is actually satire or not. And, um, but what, one thing I can tell is that, um, there's actually two of these articles are J versions of the author's own article. Does that make sense? So 6969, Yossi did a joke about it. And then 6269, this person wrote and then did, uh, a joke about theirs. So, I mean, I don't know, just... I don't know. Uh, it just seems like there's maybe a slightly ulterior motive going on with that. Um, and then moving well, that's on. That's least of our concerns, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, not not too surprised. This is actually another uh, J that was posted on April 1st, and it's actually another parody of another article. It's not the author's own article, which is nice. Uh, the initial author of this is Shaggy. This is SCP Uwu. Um, where the W is silent, and um, it's a it's a parody of DJ Cactus's SCP three nine three zero, which is I think Pattern Screamers. But this one's a little interesting in that it plays with the original text with some funny interjections and then kind of goes all out and it seems like it just completely loses its mind as you go for it there's like all this capital yelling text uh and then yeah, you get... the point of the article is that you can add that sort of yes. nonsense shit to it and absolutely yes yeah, so oh, I, I don't get it what's, well, it's what's a... the joke there it's just yeah random shit. I don't, I don't, that's a great point um if you look in the comments shaggy calls this a collaborative effort, uh, sorry, I'm quoting, a collaborative home for everyone to shitpost whatever they'd like as an exercise to see how audacious it can get before it gets deleted. So you're right, this is another social experiment article. And we saw that with Cot J, which is basically the defense when it gets called out in the context of what should be, you know, an effortful medium. Um, it's it, it always backs up into, this is a social experiment, let's see how we can do. So I, I don't know how much mileage that gets. Um, I, I think... Oh. Go ahead. Uh, Dreadlocks was extremely fucking angry at Cot J, so... Yes. You're this right. is a jab. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not surprising at all. No, no. So I think there are moments of this that's pretty good. Um, you know, like the hand, the handful of capital capital passages. I think are better parodies of DJ Cactus on Twitter than parodies of of his uh, SCP three nine three zero. But whatever, you know. I mean, everybody's adding to this. Milk, of course, is mentioned. Um, 
you know, so it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, it, it, the content of it makes more sense once you understand that it's a collaborative premise. Um, there are a couple things in here that I thought was was pretty pretty good, but yeah, it's it's. I think the rating for it is is pretty appropriate. It's like twenty plus twenty three. So, um, and then another article. This is what another one of the J's that we had posted on April Fools, and this is SCP More Gun. And as you can see, this is also in the admonition style. So I just I, I can't I, I don't know I can't get if this is supposed to be a satire. If everyone decided to satirize the admonition hub CSS on April Fools, or if or if it's just caught on I just I can't I can't tell it, it's it's not clear enough if this is a satire so to me it just kind of feels like they're just trying to use it because they actually like it otherwise I think we I think this the satire would come through a little more clearly um, and then another fish J this is six three nine five mm, sorry I made a post on lunch. oh hey uh, we also have um, Soraya stuff thanks for joining um, so let's catch up here. Sorry. So Jane Bond mentions the Magnus Archives, basically a config organization. This is nothing I've heard of. I hope it doesn't have anything to do with the author by the same name of the SCP Wiki, but we'll see. Um, and Soraya Stuff, thanks for joining us in the chat here, uh, and uh, asks, do you think these social experiment SCPs similar to Cot J can ever be good? Um, I mean, personally, it, I mean, obviously it's a highly subjective question um i, I want to say that they could be good i think you know i think that there's um there's enough creative minds and intelligence on something like the scp wiki on the whole for for someone to find a good way to do it i mean i think that scpj was a good example of that i mean in a, in a way uh, that didn't have to back into the social experiment um excuse which i think is just that i think it's an excuse um but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think every time we've seen the phrase social experiment pop up in the context of an article or, or an action, you know, on the SCP wiki, it usually doesn't end well at all. Yeah, my, my take on it is just, fuck off, we don't need this, honestly. Mm -hmm. It never ends well. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah. Nothing is ever gained from it. It always ends up drama. It's like two hours of shit posting and then ten hours of stress. Not worth it. Yeah, and once again, if we look at the um, the, the ripples that have come off of Cot J or something like the Great Seal, um, you know, it's just amazing. And, and Pixelated Harmony is in the chat. Thanks for joining us. And she asks, "Is the point even to be good?" And once again, um, you know, if you if you ask the people who are benefiting from this kind of social experimentation, I mean, obviously. Um, they get what they're going for. Uh, they're trying to make a splash. Um, and, you know, from the point of upvotes, you know, I, I guess, I guess. I, I don't think the point is to be good in the sense of writing. I think it's good in the sense of memetics that are catching and catch on. And I think that's really the larger point that, uh, that Almer Dirk is saying as well, which is just that, you know, memetics are, are fine. Uh, memes are great, but a writing site that has apparently high standards is probably the last place we should be seeing these things uh, really being excused and uh, and even praised. All right. Um, and just to round out the J's, I mean, uh, SCP-6000 was changed. Router House changed that for the day just to feature some uh, 
not safe for work images and just wanted to point out that that was kind of in the tradition of something that um pepper's ghost had done with uh with scp 4000 and this was for april fools on 2019 where um parts parts of the <laughs> on the screen here parts of the article was replaced with like furry pictures and stuff so um obviously obviously well done uh but i wonder if i wonder if rounder was doing that uh, otherwise we have to conclude that he just wanted to add images that his work inspired that he uh for some reason likes <laughs> i think actually uh Jackie might have done the same with um uh what's okay five nine 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 mm-hmm yep uh, it's kind of an infamous image because back when that article first dropped uh, the joke was that it was porn of that article before we actually know what the fuck it was wow record okay. when we first saw that image that uh, nsfw drawing uh, it did not know anything about 5999 um, didn't even know what uh playing to swan's proposal was so <laughs> mm, sounds like it's an inside an job for a while and <laughs> nope no pun inside job but uh yeah i mean and in Soraya's stuff uh comments the night safe for work images are the absolute bane of my existence sometimes i feel like the only reason they made the 18 plus rule is so that they can do this stuff without being held accountable or whatever yeah it's, it's sort of a way to wash your hands of it you know this this goes back to the age rays which of course goes back to the uh the scandal uh the sexual scandal uh involving gabriel jade and escobar and and um dr bright admin bright as well but yeah so basically that was an effort to just wash their hands of the situation so that they could not be culpable uh so you know not safe for work images you know i, I kind of I mean, the main demographic is, you know, uh, is, is is horny teens. I mean, let's face it, that's the main demographic of SCP. So, I mean, you know, kids are going to be kids. Um, I, I'm happy they put the adult theme on there just to let you know. I mean, not that anybody cares, you know. I mean, that that, that has never worked once, right? I mean, who, who's, who's said, oh, <laughs> I got to get out of here, you know, nobody. And I think that the authors need to recognize that. And I think that, you know, we shouldn't be doing that, honestly. But that's just me. I'm an old man. I got two kids. So whatever. All right. Um, and then chapter two for the uh, for the April Fools for SCP Wiki is that not only were there a tale, I mean, sorry, not only were there actual articles and J's that were posted that were basically all just uh, shit posting, but there were 16 tales posted on April Fools. Of those, one was an art page, one was a singular art piece, which was commissioned for um, Yasi Pasi's SCP-6969-J, no less. And then one was a non-J, again, with adult content that was a tale about a whorehouse. The rest of the jokes on the SCP Wiki on April 1st, that is to say, the other, call it 13, were um, joke tales, with the majority of them being coordinated dumps of the fish team themed shit posts. And all of these kind of started with the same title. Uh, so uh, they start with the, the word I, and then they have a comma, and then they, they dot, dot, dot. So for example, uh, Guy, who's a staff member, posted, I am late, which is simply one sentence 
which is um, basically just saying, I have spent the past year trapped in an acid bath that has plus 21. IHP actually participated in this, Speak of the Devil, uh, also posted a tale, I, Director Schwartz of the Shark Punching Center. Um, and basically this is just a, shit, a, a collective shitposting effort for people just to post a bunch of tales about fish. Um, Machin posted one, I want you all to stop, which consists of two sentences that say simply, please stop, please stop, it's not funny anymore, please, I'm, I'm fucking begging you, which had a plus 13 rating. Um, uh, Cathar Districts posted, I, a polar bear covering my nose in a snowstorm, which has no content, it's white, obviously, so... Um, that, that's a Neo-Lowell Foundation joke, in my opinion, for sure. Um, Soraya Stuff says that April Fool's this year sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, like I said, it was either the most coordinated and comprehensive and most impressive front of April Fool's posting yet, or it was just totally embarrassing. And Elmer Dirk thinks it's both. I, I kind of agree. Um... But yeah, the, the other tales um, were official guides from the staff, the fishing team, the fishing team. Um, there were a few really, really good, I think, efforts. There's a remake of SCP-173, but with every word cross-linked, which is very effortful. It's actually excellent work. I thought that was a great job. Um, there's a parody of SCP's standards for itself called That Face Win SCP Sad Face. Um, which was which was pretty funny. I don't know if you've read that, but uh, encourage that one. And then, of course, there was the conglomerate group effort of authors to satirize the back rooms as the bathrooms, and um, you know that comes off a little bit tasteless. And um, you know, there's really kind of a stark, uh, awkward silence with that permanent message on the back rooms wiki front page, um, which says, "Go to the SCP wiki. We owe a lot to the SCP wiki. Check it out if you have a chance." Um, yeah, so this kind of, I don't know, it kind of gives the vibe of unrequited love, like a fan who thought that a one-night stand with their favorite lead singer was going to be lasting. Um, but, you know, never meet your heroes. I guess um, I guess that's what they think of you guys. So, I mean, they, they, in the comments... Because it's so clearly mean-spirited. And yes, yeah. Both the authors, they just deny that. Yeah. They can't deny that, but... They... Right, anyway, and it's actually fucking hilarious because some of the authors of the article are also authors of 6747, which was authorized by Mordow. Mm -hmm. And they complain they have been bullied because of writing the article. And you know, it's, it stretches the suspension of disbelief. That anyone could think that, and then turn to making a mean-spirited joke about another side, and uh, it's don't get it. What kind of mental gymnastic do you have to do to justify that to yourself? Yeah, I mean, when you really try to analyze it, and then Sarai stuff says it very well. So I'll read what uh, what they post him. Sarai stuff says in the chat, uh, "Gur bathrooms is a sore spot considering disc J." I think I told this to Harmony at some point. It's not okay to satirize SCP staff, but it is the backrooms staff. It's totally okay. Um, so that's a great way to say it uh, because, you know, when you get down to what are the principles behind this? What are the ideals? What are the moral foundations of why this is okay and why that's okay or not okay? You know, there's really no rhyme or reason to it. But what it kind of breaks down to, and we've seen this all the time, 
uh, you can actually go back and look at individual people who voted, for example, uh, to strip someone like Harmony of their articles and then vote, um, you know, in, in later later votes that have nothing to do with uh, Harmony, uh, completely contradict themselves, uh, where they, they try to laud author sovereignty. And so when it comes down to this, you know, we see that it really is all pivoting on whether you're in group or out group, you know, which if you want to translate that to a more curt way of saying it, it's that there's no morals here. There's no ideals. There's no principles. You know, uh, someone someone famous who I can't recall once said that, you know, if principles have an expiration date, they're not principles. And so if we see them just completely flip-flop in contexts from, you know, if you criticize us with SCP Disc J, we're going to delete it immediately or have a big discussion about it and you're transphobic, you know, uh, somehow. Still, I still don't get how that's transphobic. And then if, you, if we criticize the backrooms, all we have to do is just hand wave it and say, oh, it's not meant to be mean. So that, that sort of contradictory sort of treatment, you know, it, it's asymmetrical treatment. It's uh, differentiated treatment. So that's just what we can expect from, from people who are more con- concerned with, like, you know, their social status and their social pressures than they are with, um, you know, more, more laudable things like principles. Um, and then uh, we covered now just everything that was on the SCP Wiki on April Fool's. Um, but what we didn't cover and won't, thank God, is all the things that were deleted. So if you look on the screen, I have this up. This is just the deletions from April 1st. Um, all of these, uh, most all of these have something to do with the jokes. So there's fish jokes. There's more of the I, comma, dot, tail series. Um, this goes on and on and on. This is uh, another tale about a, a fish under a cat's knife. Uh, morning, Mr. Fisher. I am the April Fool. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. There, are, actually, if you look at the very bottom of the screen here, there's a tale that was called Asmonition, which clearly is a jab at admonition. But I, I, I didn't get a chance to see that one before it got deleted. Uh, I'm sure they would have made a, a fuss about that one too. So uh, that was funny to see as well. But I didn't catch that one. I would have archived it for sure. Um, and, and then things like this, like a, a tale called I Fishish, written by Fishish. And the only thing on it was, this will make you feel like a fish. Um, luckily, these things were deleted, but I, I'm not so sure why, when you look at the other ones that survived, they don't seem to have a lot differentiating them, um, basically. But uh, I think uh, this April Fool's gives uh, a new definition to the expression... Uh, Joke is on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good way to say it. Uh, the joke really is not, we're not laughing with SCP this year, are we? And uh, that leads us into the last leg of, of this uh, cast, um, a special two hour cast. Thank you for everyone for joining us. Um, but so this is a tweet that popped up on the screen here. This is by someone, I'm not sure who this is, but it's someone who's kind of outside of the actual SCP wiki. And this is what they have to say. I'm going to quote this. This is on April 1st. Observing the SCP author circle as an outsider and seeing someone say, lol, screw positivity, let's subtweet each other. And then a few days later say, okay, there's too much toxicity and discourse, so let's say nice shit about each other instead. And the uh, the tweeter a- asks, are you guys okay? 
And so if you scroll down, you actually get a bunch of uh, interesting replies from SCP authors. Uh, Rounder House waves it off like it's a joke, of course. Um, a little more earnest of individuals will say things like Calibold says he's not sure. And um, I think it's Optimistic Lucio actually comes by and says, uh, no, you know, no one, no one is fine here. Uh, the people who are, who are healthy here can be counted on one hand. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I don't know exactly what everybody was so uh, subtweeting each other about. Uh, I'm glad I don't know. I don't really care. But it was interesting to see the other side of the coin. So this is author uh, Ralliston who uh, has this to say on April 1st. Because the last couple of days on the wiki have been absolutely filled with stupid toxicity and annoyingly insulting each other, let's try some more positive things for a change. Reply to this post and I'll say one nice thing about you. So everybody decided to be nice to one another. Uh, even communism will win. Even Akumi, I got in on this. So this is a thread, interesting thread. By uh, oh, that, that's a novelty. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, scroll down. Their Twitter is is uh, fun to see. Anyway, you have things like this. It's just funny to see that um, someone like Communism will win. Akumi, who's sort of running parallel to the pack, you know, like we are, um, has has some interesting things to say that I think we all like. <laughs> And agree with like this image here where the the guru it's, karma it's weird to see them being nice because their entire thing is being like acid personified yeah exactly so this was this is fun to see um you know uh it's interesting to see uh, what what they say about all these different people so i would i would recommend that just for a, a fun little read and so it's not clear exactly what got everybody in such a uh such a worked up condition to where they had to have mandatory positivity compliment time but I, i'm guessing that this had something to do with it once again so on the screen now we finally get to uh, scp 001j otherwise known as plague's proposal plague pjp the author and it's also known as the great seal and so this is a cute picture of a seal and uh, we may want to go ahead and upvote if we upvote cute images of um, animals like cats then this article has already uh, achieved that and then it's actually an article too so it overachieves um, so certainly this should be upvoted uh, but actually we see you know the rating about 68 and the comments are at about 75 so this is the equivalent of being ratioed on uh, the SCP wiki oh it's good because it has more comments than upvotes Yes, exactly. So that's how you know you, you won. You won the game. And so the title is a very complicated in-joke. Mm -hmm. Great seal obviously refers to seal that is great in that animal that is outstanding. But it's an oblique reference to uh, Sarasta's attempt at the 001 proposal that got uh, absolutely fucking blasted by the we have alluded to before and which was also titled the great seal and the actual joke of this article on the um, contents which are kind of irrelevant is that it does not give proper credit to its critiquers, its critiquers and you know, uh, it's not very funny the, the, the article itself it's it's kind of funny but the point of the article is not very funny yeah which surprisingly a lot of people seem to agree with that 
Yeah, really. It's how that taste is. Just... Yeah, really controversial. You know, the thing about this is that, you know, you mentioned this earlier, Alma, which is where you have these sort of hit pieces come out. And we've seen that in the past. Uh, we've seen that in the past directed at actual individuals. You know, um, SCPJ, Disc J sort of did that as a group. Uh, and even SCP Disc J had to do with the Serastes incident as well. And so, once again, I think it's very, very important to, to understand, you know, why the Serastes incident was a, was a deal. So we have a Containment Fiction Wiki article about it that really goes into just an exhaustive amount of detail, probably too much. Um, but it just continues. It just continues. These ripples just continue to um, just perforate the whole wiki. Um, we did the first episode of this podcast on the Serastes incident, and I think it's a really, really good synopsis of what happened. And uh, so it's just very, very important to understand, um, I think, the details of this situation, because that's really what we're seeing, not only in things like this, but with the whole charter rewrite that's happening with the staff. You know, it doesn't really make sense uh, unless you understand the Serastes incident. So getting into this... And um, I feel so bad for Serastes. I do too. Uh, I noticed that Serastes kind of dabbled back in the last year or so. I remember seeing uh, Serastes make a comment on 05 and I was, I was kind of like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, there's Serastes. I thought that maybe they ran away. Um, but yeah, no, certainly no one has any more reason to be upset about anything than Serastes, because if you're Serastes, you're basically someone like Dexanote, someone like Dr. Magnus, these are, you know, the, the big dogs uh, of the wiki, the staff, uh, they basically tried to assassinate you. I mean, they, they shot a bullet at you, um, you know, and it missed twice. And they tried desperately to uh, weaponize the rest of the the crowd um, to to basically just rip rip Serastes apart, you know, in the street, and it didn't work. And so these people have yet to face any sort of reckoning for this. So if you're Serastes, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, I would be a little irritated at everything. I don't know if they feel that way. I, I don't know if they uh, go that far. Maybe they maybe they don't care. But um, it certainly had an effect on the actual SCP wiki because we are sans one SCP-001 proposal. Uh, Serastes, of course, wrote that. It was also called the Great Seal. And we don't have that now because that was sunk by this attempted assassination. So it's really an episode of the staff um, getting in the way. Another example of the staff getting in the way of the actual content. Um, and one has to wonder whatever the hell happened in the, in the backstage as a result of this article because IHP and CyberSquid, as we have quit, mm -hmm. as a result of this article. Yeah. And IHP obviously has been under a lot of stress. Apparently, they have made this very apparent. I'm not. Um, it's not gossip what I'm saying. <laughs> they are very open about how stressful this because of Twitter. Because of Rounder House's uh, uh, 6,000 joke, because of the Great Seal, and uh, I think this was like the last drop in cop that had been filling since uh, at least 2018. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you know, IHP. I mean, what, what can you say? I mean, if you look at if you look at the um, Wiki dot art. Uh, profile here they've been a wiki.user since december 
2011 and has really truly been a very prolific very reliable author i don't always enjoy uh ihp's article i think it's kind of hit or miss you know um something like their 4000 contest entry which is future imperfect i thought was was very good on the whole and then something like their 5000 entry which was i think called the death of the author actually um was just an absolute mess in my opinion but i think you know ihp is one of those individuals who when me and harmony were talking about just you know kind of putting out some awards just for fun came up for a lifetime achievement award just in containment fiction i mean because this person is so involved um you know so uh dedicated to the scp wiki and i think you're right something has happened in the last while that is just it's been the straw that broke the back so if you look at um the plague uh, pjp proposal comments uh, you can actually see CyberSquid and IHP. And so CyberSquid's is really straightforward. They say, I'm going I'm to quote CyberSquid here. This is in response to the Great Seal, which, by the way, just let me point this out, is a, in my opinion, a perfectly fair satire of something that the staff have delayed just to the utter detriment of their reputation for over a year and a half and is a problem of their own making. Um, so if one of the users of the site, I think Plague, Plague BGP, I think is junior staff, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong about that, but you know, someone wants to come along and, you know, satirize it in the only way that the SCP wiki offers, you know, satirizing it in this format, in this way, you can't do that anywhere else. So, um, you know, making this joke, which I don't know exactly how pointed it was to this, but, but it seems as though even the context bringing it up was enough um so you know for what it's worth i'm not sure why we have such <coughs> defensive behavior for you know essentially staff members like dexanote who have admitted you know that this was a horrible injustice it's not like there's some controversy over that there's not uh these individuals understand very well that they've done something wrong and everyone understands well enough that that no one's received any reckoning for that. So if this is the reckoning, I think it's really small potatoes compared to what actually should be happening uh, to some of these individuals who were involved in this uh, Serastes incident. <clears throat> but yeah, so I mean, this this goes back. IHP, you can see him kind of boiling over actually during the incident. I remember um, witnessing IHP getting angry over calling it the Serastes incident. And, and uh, IHP was a proponent of calling it just the events of November 2020 uh, and depersonalizing it there. Whereas in my opinion, we call it the Serastes incident not only because that memetically is what it was to begin with, but because that, that brings along with it this idea that Serastes was wronged. Uh, that's what this is about. And, and the larger context of Serastes just being sort of a small fry, you know, in a way, um, having absolutely zero leverage and zero fair treatment in the system. So, you know, if you ask me, um, this is this is a mild form of retribution. This is a mild you, retribution. You said you were going to quote the post and then you... Yeah, totally, totally tangenced, tangenced there. Uh, so this is CyberSquid. So CyberSquid says, thanks, I guess for making me realize that I've completely, that I have become completely disillusioned with the wiki. I'm glad this is the kind of thing y'all think is good and I'm glad y'all are enjoying this, but yeah, I'm done here. Uh, and so in response to that plague, the author said, I mean, if that's what you got out of it, 
I'm glad that it helped in that regard. And then they modified their statement a little bit. And then um, it turns out that that individual actually quit. So um, this shows up the next day on 05. Uh, this is a non-disciplinary record on 05. And I'm quoting this too. On April 1st, site member CyberSquid engaged in a violation of Rule Zero and the site criticism policy in a comment posted to a joke article published by another user for April Fool's Day, yada, yada, yada. Uh, as of note, immediately after this was posted, the user proceeded to delete all articles and delete verse site membership. Given this, uh, should CyberSquid return to the wiki in the future, I believe the disciplinary team should look into some form of action against the comment and uh, especially given actions in the past, which I'm not I'm not too keen on. Uh, but yeah, so they deleted all of all of the articles that this author had on the site, and the site membership is gone too. So this was pretty definitive. Uh, like, Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> I first put for context uh, is one of the most prolific um, critiquers on the site, and as a very active staff member, and. Was known for being very open to criticize uh, both articles and community things. Hmm, I did not know that. It sounds so like they lost a. Their departure is. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. Huh, what an asset. Well, I didn't know that uh, about CyberSquid. That's interesting to learn. I might want to go back and read some comments of theirs. But... I think that should be noted about High HP is that uh, High HP with the wiki before. And the fact that they didn't delete uh, their articles seems mm -hmm. to me that they might turn in the future. Yeah. At least um, it seems that's going to happen. If we look at the author page, this was updated actually on the 8th, which was yesterday. Um, so they're still kind of around, but the author page uh, is all it is is a living will. Here it is on the screen, and it says, In the event I judge my mental health to degrade to a degree that I might start harming my works, uh, or yada yada, I hereby give the following people uh, privileges on my articles, whatever. Um, and uh, I think if you actually go to their actual wiki.page, page, um, their tagline it used to say goodbye i think i think it sounds like they looks like they've removed that but uh, it only says that when you open the user like uh what comment or through the history instead of um like looking at the profile directly oh so the small like pop-up that shows up when you click a profile in another page let's see yeah there it is about says goodbye good call yeah, and as we've been talking about, this is, uh, I had it up on the screen earlier, but, you know, there was a Interviewing Icons uh, interview by WhiteGuard for IHP. Uh, IHP at le I wrote, I think, a couple of 001s. One was a rewrite of Harmony's Keter duty, which I didn't appreciate very much. I uh, didn't think it was very good, but um, they also wrote a pataphysical one, I think, in 2018, which was I thought was fair. I thought it was a very good attempt. So, um, yeah, so let's let's... In this, but exactly three. My goodness, yes, there's a story of your life, might be, uh, which I'm looking at right now. That's great. There's a uh, the, the rewrite of Care Duty and a new one with someone else. I'm going to look at them 
Yeah, let me know. That'd be, that'd be nice. In the meantime, we'll just kind of take a little peek into the comments that were left on um, this uh, Great Seal J to give us a little more insight as to why this um, a really celebrated author has left. And so the initial comment left on the comment section to this uh, Plague's proposal says this by IHP. The only difference between this and SCP Disk J is that SCP Disk J's author deleted their account after posting it. And there are a few more revisions to this. Um, there's uh, an edit that says, Upside, if anyone ever asks why I have so little faith in the new crop who say they want to reform the site, now I have something to point to. And then eventually, ultimately, this comment was edited to just say disregard. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see because, you know, IHP really is talking about Rounder House. He's talking about the yurt. He's talking about this new um, generation of author activists who are sort of helmed by DJ Cactus in a way, uh, who've taken a very sharp turn. I'm, t- I'm thinking of people like Guy, um, Gremlin Group, Rounder House, um, you know, people of that sort of social clique who, who who want to come in and change things as they stand in opposition to a figurehead like Moose, you know, something like that. Um, and we do have we do have an article on the magazine coming out where Harmony is talking about that. Okay, so you got um, Keter Duty, uh, you got Pikmin Blank proposal, which is um, which is I think I think the newest. That's with Harry Blank. I haven't read that uh, one. That's the frontiest piece. Okay, I haven't read that yet. I'll say. Uh, and then IHP proposal seems like the one that's kind of pas- pataphysical. Um, yeah, from a while ago, which I, which I I thought was I thought was clever. Pataphysics obviously is um, touchy. But I think I think he did a good job, a good job with that. So, uh, just looking once again at the comments, we can see a little why. Um, in response to this initial comment from IHP, the author says, "So your vote is based on the content of the article, or your opinion about me as a staff member and another deleted article?" Which is a good point because apparently you're supposed to be voting just on the content. And then another another comment that was blanked says that IHP. Disc J was transphobic, which I think by now is as a meme. You know, um, although here it's unironic, it's um, unironically posted. Um, and we actually see Kinch come back here. Uh, Kinch says it's sort of shitty to compare this article to SCP Disc J, disrespectful and vile, even. But what do I know? Um, anyway, so I, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I, I get. I was talking to Salt Blossom about this a couple of days ago, maybe last week, and, and Salt Blossom said something interesting that was um, that was a little, you know, uh, sympathetic to IHP, which I thought was interesting and a good insight. Which is, you know, IHP obviously is very good friends with these old school staffers, having been around the wiki since 2011, and is probably getting very tired of just a tremendous amount of criticism coming these individuals' way. Now, once again, I'll argue that it's warranted, just given what happened, but it'd be a lot like people in this Discord uh, feeling protective and defensive over people who might, you know, let's say constantly trash talk us as well, so I get it. Oh, um... HP is kind of disproportionately affected by this. Um, I I want to shift this as more of a not a criticism because uh, the fairly serious issue that I 
we have a lot of mental health issues, you can see that in practically every conversation they are, they are just angry. They talk about it at length in their author page and in prior revisions of their author page. And mm -hmm. I can only imagine how stressed they are. And an environment like this is absolutely not suitable for them. But the fact that they quit is probably the best yeah. for their health. Yeah, I, I, I think you might be right. Like a genuine commentary, not the first yeah, I hear you. And I think honestly, they they probably agree with you. You know, the first one to agree with you. I think that back in the day when I was writing under an alt on the wiki, as I think it was minimal. Uh, another one that I deleted. Um, it was the hippo who started a forum thread on the SCP wiki, asking, you know, what's up with the trend of people just deleting their, um, deleting you know their author names, deleting their wiki dot accounts, and then leaving. And if I'm not mistaken, I think IHP showed up in that thread and talked about what you're saying. Um, talked about a little details of, of how it was and why it was that this was such a stressful place um, to write. I know I know Tufto did. I know that um, the Great Hippo did. And I know a couple others did. I'm pretty sure IHP was in there because, as you said, uh, IHP has deleted their account before. They've come back, you know couple of times I think um, at least once so it's just a shame to me because you have someone who is a good author I think anybody would be happy to have IHP right I mean any community would be happy to have IHP that's an asset you know um, and it's just sad to see um, this this context that makes it so difficult to write in does that make sense I mean part of it is personal you know because other people can do it fine and not have the problems that that are uh, you know idiosyncratic to IHP, but you know there, there's some part of this is a commentary on the culture and the community that I think there's just so much clutter in the way of actually writing. You know, it's just it, it's, it can be sad to see sometimes. Uh, I think uh, it's a problem I have talked about before with uh, some of my friends and CPS. So this has been about two hours. Um, Alberdick, what a wonderful conversation. It's so nice to have you. Um, I guess we'll take this yeah. as a nice a nice uh, ending point. But, um, you know, we went extra long today, two hours, just because of the vibrancy of your of your participation. So uh, really, really appreciate that. All right. Well, we will be back again next week, Saturday. We'll see what's going on in this space. And uh, certainly hope that you'll join us that time as well. This will be up on the new Twitch after uh, it is uploaded. And also, of course on the Apple podcast and Spotify as Config call in. I want to thank you once again to all our participants and a special thank you to Almer Duke. Hope to see you back here sometime. Uh, always a pleasure. Thanks. All right. yeah. Have a great weekend.